Welcome to Inside Jokes. This is about the art of comedy. With Sandra Carusi. We get in the mind of the comic. On Global News Radio 640 Toronto. My lover's got humor. She's a giggle at a funeral. Knows everybody's disapproval. Should have worshipped her sooner. If the heavens ever did speak. She's the last true mouthpiece Every Sunday's getting more bleak Fresh poison each week We were born sick You heard them say it Starting things off with a... That's a pretty somber song, actually, right? Isn't that beautiful and powerful? Yes. More. That's perfect for 8 p.m. Sunday night in Toronto. And you are listening, of course, to Inside Jokes with Sandra Carusi right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Sandra's away. You're stuck with me, Aldine, once again this week. Brought to you, of course, by our good friends at Hakeem Optical, right? Because if you didn't know, your eyes can have it all with I... Hakeem Optical. They sponsor the show. <laughs> Sandra's away. I'm here today. I didn't mean to rhyme that on purpose. And we're doing a little pride show. A Pride edition. Everything's Pride edition this June. Right? (laughs) We're gaying it up. And I have... I, yeah, I'm, I'm going on a date tomorrow. I was going to talk about that. Like yes. a fella. With a, with a boy? With a boy. A wow. With a man. With a man. Is this man. your first uh, date with a dude? It's not, but here's... And, and, and actually, I'll bring up our guest first, and then I'll get into it. So the voices you are hearing before you sit here wondering for too long who they are. We have Toronto-based stand-up producer and host Brandon Ash Muhammad. He's a Humber Comedy alum. He recently appeared on this year's Field Trip Festival and his upcoming Pride edition of The Ethnic Rainbow. Yes, The Ethnic Rainbow. June 23rd at Toronto's Comedy Bar featuring LGBTQ comedians of color, and it has been featured in The Globe and Mail and on CBC's Metro Morning. So we're going to talk about that today. Right? Killing it. And, of course, Adrian Fish, a touring stand-up who's been featured on festival Ooh, stages girl. across Canada and the U.S., clubs and festivals, uh, mm. performed on the Winnipeg Comedy Festival, Hubcap Comedy Festival, Atlanta's Laughing Skull Festival, and, of course, Toronto's own JFL 42, and performing in this year's lineup of Pride shows. And, of course, you're also the co-host and co-producer of Church Street Comedy. Church Street Comedy, yeah. yeah. And there's another big Pride show uh, that uh, I would love to plug. Yes. Um, plug them all. Plug away. Um, Thursday, June 21st um, at Comedy Bar, I've paired up with Girl Toronto, which is like a lesbian entertainment thing. Uh, they have a bunch of parties all year long, and so we teamed up and we're doing a comedy show. Deanne Smith is nice. headlining. Yeah. Um, Carolyn Taylor uh, from Baroness Von Sketch is on the show. Uh, Chantal Morosca and Martha Shava is another. Like, look yes. at this lineup. And Camille Cote. Like, yeah. come yeah, on. I'll be hosting stacked. it. It's going to be dope. Yeah, there's a, there's a, there's, I mean, there always has been the last few years comedy programming at Pride, but there seems to be a lot uh, going on, especially this year. It feels like the sort of queer comedy scene in Toronto is actually, has grown quite a bit, has expanded quite a bit, you know? 100%. And I guess part of that is because, you know, audiences want to see themselves reflected in what we're doing on stage, and it's not the old... You know, Canadian comedy, especially, I feel like we used to be like 30 years of just like middle-aged white guy in a sport coat. So now it's like, <laughs> you know, things are changing. There's all these new shows that are springing up and independent stuff. There's a, such a huge groundswell of independent shows going on. So Pride's really reflecting that this year. We'll get into that. But yes, I did want to mention. So I, it's not my first date mm-hmm. with a fella, but I was talking to Brandon before the show because uh, I came out at the end of last year. 
And then I just got super lazy with it. I know. I, was sure. just like, I would always message you and be like, hey, have you done anything yet? Have you gone on any dates? And you were yeah. just like, no. I went on like two back in the beginning of the year. Like in the start of the new year, I went on two dates. And I was like, okay, th- yeah, this is fun. And then that was it. I kind of just What happened with these again. guys? Where's these, where are these men at? Uh, You're where these men at? Where they yeah. at? I just wanted to dip my toes in and see what's out there. I don't know. But Why? then I, I put Grinder back on my phone mm, dangerous so, yeah you gotta go into scruff you gotta you gotta That's expand your horizons yeah these dating apps i think for a gay man especially or someone who's just trying to stick their toe into the gay world these dating apps are like grinder just they're 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 awful like there's no matching obviously it's just like I, here I am. I'm two kilometers away, and they'll just send you whatever. Let's I, do this. Let's it's do hypersexual. This. Let's it, do it totally this. is. And I, it's funny because I, at first, I was like, oh, that's a big step. That's like from zero to a hundred. But yeah. I just get old men. I just that's what I attract. Apparently, is just old men sending me things. My date isn't with an old man, but I, I get old men in my inbox constantly. Just dudes who seem like they would go like go fishing with my dad. You, you should know? get you should get like daddy hunts. That's one of the apps. <laughs> is that actually? Yeah. Oh, uh, well, daddy hunt. I think you. I think you would do well on that. You know what though? I. It's funny. I There's, went. I just came back. Like I was off the show last week, and I was on a road trip back to back to my hometown, back up to Thunder Bay. So I put Grinder on the the entire time, just because we drove all the way across. So I just wanted to see like what is Grinder like like in rural Ontario, like going through like North Bay and Sault Ste. Marie and stuff like that. And it's spooky. It's funny because it's all like dudes that look like dudes that I went to high school with. Just like all their pictures are like, here's my dog and here's my pickup truck. and <laughs> My dog. Yeah, here's my camo bush jacket and all this stuff. I really wanted to see if there was anyone that I like grew up with or went to high school with mm-hmm. that I had no idea about. But no, I didn't know anyone. All right. We're going to go to commercial break commercial. on that note. We're going to educate people all about the apps today uh, and get into some of these pride shows when we come back. Keep it tuned in right here to Inside Jokes on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Hey, this is Ed the You're listening to Sandra Carusi on Inside Jokes on 640, which means you should really be examining your choices. You are listening to Inside Jokes with Sandra Carusi right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. The lovely and talented Sandra Carusi is away this week. I'm Dean, and we have a we have a Pride panel today. Ooh, nice little pride panel. Right. We have some, there's a huge lineup actually of comedy shows happening here in Toronto for this year's Pride festivities, uh, the entire month of June. And uh, we have Brandon Muhammad and Adrian Fish in studio with us, both with their own lineup of Pride shows. Mm-hmm. Yes. Pride comedy shows. But we're also talking uh, before the break about getting into that world, getting into the apps, getting into that dating scene. I'm a brand newbie. For sure, I'm a virgin. I'm a. You're, you are a virgin. I'm a like, literally. I'm a, like virgin, a virgin again. <laughs> yeah, Madonna. It's such a strange. It's so funny too because it's like one of those things. Like everybody has a different story, of course, and uh-huh. I don't know for you guys how far back you came out and all that stuff. Well, I was just talking about my experience with apps. I did not know about apps until like 2010, and I saw Margaret Cho talk about Grinder at a show, and I was like, "What is this app?" And then yeah. I downloaded it, and then. I've just been on all, all of them. I've I've recently, well, because I was in an eight-year long-term relationship, yes. so I ne- I was never on the dating app world uh, until you know we broke up about a year ago now. So then I started to I was like, what is this? What is this Tinder? What is what is all of it? You know, I was so curious about it, um, and the curiosity spanned about a month or two, and I was like, <laughs> yeah. this it's is like, f- it is funny. It kind of ebbs and flows. Like I did this. I was hosting Tinder Tales for like two years before I ever put like 
Tinder or Bumble or anything on my phone. I had no idea because I was always in a relationship before that too. Mm. And Adelaide, our producer, was like, can you at least just try? Like you you host the show. Can you at least just like put them on your phone? But that was always for just straight dating. That was all for straight relationships. So now like going on Grindr and stuff is brand, brand new. Terrifying. It's a completely How do you new feel? Thing. How does it make you feel when um, you're on there? Looking? Actually, you know what? It's... I don't. It's kind of fun, actually. It's kind of fun, and even going on like I've only been on a couple of dates, but I thought I remember the first time I went on a date with a guy. I was like, "Oh man, I'm gonna be terrified. Like mm-hmm. this is so new. I've never." It's one of those cliche things where it's like uh-huh. I always knew and I kept it in my back pocket, but I never pursued it. Uh-huh. Obviously, uh-huh. I always felt I didn't exactly grow up in the kind of town where you could be like <laughs> wide open with that, and I just never want to. I always just want to deny it. So I thought when I would start going on dates with guys that I would be completely sort of reserved about it and completely anxious but no it was totally relaxed like i just kind of it's kind of fun because it's liberating right it's, liberating. it's like yeah i could do this do now. you find it's different than going on on dates just with, with girls or like, not no not really yeah that's what no same I'll, thing a lot of guys think that it's going to be like so different but it's not. and actually if anything like i'm more excited about it than i was before i because before i would go on dates and i would just kind of like be sitting there going, how long does this last? I want to go home and do laundry or something. Like I just wasn't interested. I was just like, what is the point of this? So now it's actually like new and exciting again. But would you, would you, um, are you into, uh, are you attracted to both men and women or is it more men? Like, you know, we all fall on a gradient, right? It's true. And it's funny because it kind of like ebbs and flows. Like sometimes I'll notice where I'm really like, I'm just all about the dudes right now. Right. And probably because there is some newness to that. Sure. But I find lately that's definitely more where I was scaring. Like I've gone on dates with girls and stuff, but I'm like, I don't know, because I don't know what I'm looking for. Well, I'm not necessarily looking for anything. I'm just, you know, seeing what happens. Yeah. But I, I, I guess after, you know, I've been around the block a few times with relationships and stuff. Uh I know what I'm not looking for and I know what I'm just sort of what I would avoid and stuff like that. But, uh, no, it's funny right now. It's definitely more dude centric Mm. i feel like what's gonna happen is when you once get into it you're just gonna go like super hard and to grind or just like yeah tear up the town well it's funny because i took it off my phone for so long because i was like it's just horrible once you finally like get your groove that's what usually happens like they're just like "Uh," and then wait explain that that to me so it's just like a lot of guys will be like scared and then terrified yeah and then once they like find their groove it's just like non-stop like you're just like what are you doing with your when you say groove what do you what do you mean like you find your groove like find your your once you know how to date a man like what do you mean you're they're having relations with everybody oh yeah okay you're having relations. They're having yeah. relations. Comfortable sexually with a dude, yes. then you want to. Then you're on grind. They want to see more. That's what I've seen. Right. Okay. Happen. That makes yeah. sense. That yeah. Makes sense. Well, that makes sense. I'm trying to I use coded language. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And I'm really trying to get you to say it. Like you just go 100 percent with it. Well, I do think the good thing about it is, I don't know, as a guy, like especially being bi, I would have no idea how to. I have zero gaydar. First off, really? none whatsoever. I can't tell. I don't know if that comes with time, Brandon. I have no idea. I can't tell whatsoever. So it kind of like takes out the middleman, no pun intended, but like <laughs> you're already on that app. So you're all looking for the same thing. So right. there's no like, you know, being out at a bar somewhere and, and looking at a guy from across the bar and being like, ah, how do he? I approach yeah. this? Is he, Yeah. is this going to end bad? You know, because uh-huh. we're all exactly on there for the same thing and no one's very shy about it either. Nope. So, I mean, it's kind of nice. It takes out that, that yes, effort work. too, you yeah. know? 
But what about you, Adrian? You mentioned that you so you went on some dates with a guy. Oh my god! Right? You just Lord. outed me. Did I reverse <laughs> out you? Or out, yeah? Um, I did. Yeah, I was. Uh, this this kind of this guy walked into my life and. You know, I've never been like I am one hundred percent for women only, but that yeah. is that is absolutely my preference. That's where my eye turns to. Um, but I haven't been closed off to men. I just haven't. There's hasn't been someone that that was around. And then this guy kind of walked into my life. I was really digging him, so we started uh, seeing each other for a little bit. Um, it's since then ended, but it was interesting. It was mm-hmm. it was interesting seeing. Go, you know, switching te- switching teams yeah. for a second, Ooh. you know, because then I'm like, oh my god, can I still do pride shows? But, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yes. but yes, of course, yeah. No, it's just, uh, but it was a different world, and ex- and the role in which I played in the da- in in dating, I had to remind myself to be myself. You yeah. know, I'm like this this guy likes you because you're because you're you, yeah. but I all of a sudden all of a sudden found myself like playing a more feminine role that's or like, what I was curious and I was like yeah. oh this feels weird uh, you know and I and I there was moments that I had to like check myself and be like yo Adrian just like just be yourself you know which is a you know kind of cheesy affirmation but it was so true uh, because I found myself losing myself a little bit in it um, when you're not used to being in that role of dating a man or dating a woman or just switching teams. You That's know? true, actually. Okay, there's something I want to jump back and do with that. We're going to go to break once again with our friends at Hakeem Optical. We'll be right back on Inside Jokes on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Hey, this is Isabel Canaan. You're listening to Sandra Carusi on Inside Jokes on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back to Inside Jokes right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. And we're talking Pride this week on this week's show. This is, of course, Pride Month here in Toronto with a huge lineup of events going on and a large gambit. Can I say gambit? Gambit, (laughs) Array array. of comedy programming, which has sort of always been the case for Pride, especially the last few years. But this year, it feels like there's a lot going on because yeah. um, we were saying earlier, there's a lot of more LGBTQ-focused comedy shows happening uh-huh. in the city right now. And there's like Church Street Comedy is one. There's a lot of these regular rooms happening now. And sort of the festivals have paid more attention mm-hmm. to that and tailored themselves more to that. So it seems like a much bigger year for comedy at yeah. Pride this year. Um, and we were talking about dating in that world, but also maybe just exploring other sides of yourself. So Adrian, you were talking about going on some dates with a guy and it had been a long time. Yeah. And it's funny too, actually, how you mentioned how you sort of find yourself playing a different role, even if you're trying to, you know, avoid doing that. Yeah. It's so strange how you fall into those societal uh, norms where you're like, oh, now I should probably make dinner or something. Is that something <laughs> I do as a woman now in a dating a man? You know, I've like I was. For you. Yes, I have an answer. Did he know about your like past? Like, did yes. he know? Yeah, and he how know... did he feel about that? Yeah, well, that was the thing that was surprising is that like he knows all about me. He knows he's he's seen he'd seen my comedy. He knows me okay. talking about like he's seen your comedy. Oh, dude, here's my strap on. Can yeah. I say strap on? Oh yeah. I was yeah. like, yeah, here's you know, and I talk about you know uh-huh. having uh, buying a new three hundred dollar strap on. I have a whole joke about it and stuff like that, which is why it was so. Mm-hmm. It was uh, it was nice and organic. Uh, the meeting it wasn't like a, it wasn't a Tinder date. I didn't yeah. know it wasn't anything like that. It was more and which is exactly how it would have to be for me with a guy. Like I'm not gonna seek seek a man out uh, necessarily. It would mm-hmm. have to be someone that would just fall into my life um, naturally, organically, yeah. naturally. Yeah, because of my lifestyle. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that it was. Yeah, he'd known my whole past. He's known you. Oh my god. That's the thing Yo. with well, and I mean, especially being a comedian, that definitely changes dating for us, regardless, because it's 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 that job becomes an entire lifestyle, and that's your whole schedule, and that's your whole 
life and it's sort of you have to take what comes your way just on a whim so you know you can't always be the most available person to date right right yeah it is interesting dating now as a comedian uh being dating again have you ever dated anybody who's like seen you perform before like like that's how they know they met you a lot actually like that's kind of in toronto especially that's really how I met anybody I uh-huh. ended up dating was they're either out at show because I feel like doing comedy puts you in the situations that people go on uh-huh. dating apps to be in yeah. right it's like we already work in bars we already work in comedy clubs and uh-huh. coffee shops and stuff like that so everyone I met was always mm-hmm. through stand-up or through radio stuff yeah I'd be out about so yeah that happened quite a bit actually or I'd go on dates with people who were in the audience at tinder tales <laughs> Lord. that's happened a lot yeah which is interesting too because anytime I would go on dates especially now if I go on a date with a girl in the back of my head, I'm like, okay, at what point do I mention, like, if we're hitting it off or something, what point do I mention? Like, by the way, I'm also... Do you need to? I date guys, too. Well, that's the thing. You sort of feel it out by case by case, right? I mean, if you're in a relationship with a woman, then you're in a relationship with a woman. If you're in yeah. a relationship yeah. with a guy, you're in a relationship with a guy. That's about it. I mean, I guess in the sense of if you're, if you're, if you're not exclusive, then maybe it's something you probably want to mention. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. once it's exclusive, it's exclusive. It doesn't really matter. Yeah, and point. it's just sort of like, well, this is just a part of who I am, you know, but Tinder tales, sure. it's always been interesting because that's the stuff I'm up there talking about. So it's a similar thing where like, if somebody's interested in me or something, or I'm talking to somebody after the show, they already know all about whatever's going on in my life. Cause that's the stuff I'm talking about. Right. But I almost, it's funny. I find it more, I find I'm more guarded with saying that to guys. Like if I'm on a date with a guy who's just completely gay, that's it. They've never been with a woman. So if I bring up like, oh, I also, all my relationships have always been, women before this and I also date girls and blah blah I find I'm more nervous bringing that up interesting I am I because I feel like well you're not really part of the community you know Brandon what do you do you think there's like a certain uh prejudice against I don't men think who also that well I feel like there's uh there's maybe like a fear that like you you'll have like a relationship with them and then they'll just like oh I'm gonna leave you and just like have a wife and kids now right you're a flight yeah. risk yeah you're a flight risk yeah and I know, like, on the other side, like, women, there's, like, a stigma with just, like, bisexual men from, like, other girls I've I've talked to who've been like, yeah, I would never do that because I feel like I would be jealous all the time because they're looking at both. Oh, God. No, yeah. that jealousy has nothing yeah. to do with the – has everything to do with the, the, the relationship. I think once you trust someone, you trust someone, whether they – all of a sudden have a dating span of, of mm-hmm. just women or a dating span of men or both. I mean, jealousy is nothing, yeah. is, has nothing to do with their, your sexuality. It's true because <laughs> like, you know, if you're in a relationship with somebody and it's, that's it, it's a monogamous relationship. Like there should be that trust, trust. regardless. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause if you're heterosexual, well, the same thing you really could do applies. The same thing. Yeah. Of course. You could be looking at every other girl walking down the street and acting on that or whatever. And the idea that you're not going to be looking at other people, the idea that yeah. this monogamy is I am for you and for you only like yeah. that is, I think that is so outdated. Yeah. Um, people are going to, we're going to, uh, man, I was in an eight year long relationship and it was the best relationship I've had yeah. in my life. And there was so much openness, not necessarily in the fact that I'm going to go and sleep with who whoever the hell I want want, but there's a night you know that oh my god me and my girlfriend would check it be like that girl's hot you're still human you're going to be attracted to other people regardless yeah absolutely that's totally true Uh, All right, I want to get into some of the uh, what what we're going to see on stage and some of the pride programming when we come back right here on Inside Jokes on Global News Radio 640 Toronto this is Kay Trevor Wilson, and you're listening to Sandra Carusi on Inside Jokes. Welcome back. You are listening to Inside Jokes on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto, the Pride Edition. 
Yes. Pride edition. Ooh, We're we talking gay. all things pride. Actually, so far it's just been like <laughs> love <I'm> line. <laughs> yeah. It's been love line with Me Dr. Too. Drew so far. Just dating advice. Yes. It's nice. It's fun. I'm really enjoying this. Well, it is because it's interesting because I have the least perspective to offer as far as that goes. Even with heterosexual relationships, I'm still the last person in this or any room that should give advice. Uh, we all know that. There's a whole album about that. Mm-hmm. But it's interesting, though, learning from more <laughs> seasoned daters. In the LGBTQ community. And actually, so you, if you're just tuning in now, we have comedians Adrian Fish and Brandon Muhammad with us. And Brandon, you've been sort of one of my spirit guides. You've been my protege. Yeah, totally. Because there was a handful of people when I first was like, you know what? It's time to come out with this. It's time to live this. And there was uh-huh. a few people that I sort of turned to first, and you were one of them like, okay, I need, I need advice. I need guidance. And you've been doing that. I've but been then, doing it. I've been checking in on you. I've yeah. been making sure. I was like, are you being safe? Do you need yeah. to know all these things? But I've had nothing exciting yeah. to report because yeah, it's like every once in a while you'd be like, so who are you? Da-? And I'm like, oh, no one. And I'm just like, oh, <laughs> my cats. I want to hear it. About it. <laughs> yeah. So there's been, but I'm, I'm getting, I'm getting back out there. But it was interesting. We were talking earlier in the show about how sort of, you know, depending on who you're seeing or what sort of part of the gradient you're on like how you're you find your role changes mm-hmm. and the first time i sort of hung out with the same guy a couple of times and went on a couple dates with the same guy i totally felt that because i was coming out of like always relationship with, with girls and like long term like i always seem to have like your serial monogamous i was for a while and then i did have a period in toronto where i was just like comedy is the only thing i care about and i'm just <laughs> going to have fun and that's it which was kind of nice but every time i came out of like a serious heterosexual relationship it was funny i was hanging out with this guy and i kind of felt a bit of that where i was like has my role just changed like i like went to this guy's house and he was like and he's like a bit older than me he was a larger man it wasn't like an old man like i get on grind or anything but he was like we're sitting there and he's like can i play with your hair and i'm like yeah and so it's like there was one point in the back of my head julia's looking at me like where is this going wait you're more you played the more effeminate i did feel like Mm -hmm. that like not even intentionally but i was like i I feel like I'm I'm like the more feminine person in this Do scenario. Do you think right that now. you're because of your past like relationships, especially you being living as a heterosexual for so long, um, that plays into why you feel like you're in these roles or that there are like these roles? Kind of, because I do. And again, it's almost like a cliched thing, but I really was, you know, I wasn't living my full life. Yeah. Like there was this entire half of myself mm-hmm. that I was just ignoring it's and i mean you guys know it's like you just suppress it right mm-hmm. so I would like i would be looking at guys or i would have these thoughts all the time and i'd be like well no that's ridiculous because i'm engaged to a lady so i would just like <laughs> curb it down right mm-hmm. which now in retrospect is crazy to think of because it's like i literally one time i almost got married and it's like i would have just been sitting on this forever yeah. like it probably would have just bubbled to the surface at some point i don't and know then you would have been an old like, man on grinder looking then for, i would have been the old man on grinder <laughs> messaging me yeah. you know going hey there young hey, fella what's up yeah <laughs> got a hotel yeah so it's like i don't know it's funny i do find it intimidating a little bit too just like messaging these guys because i'm like you guys know what you're doing and, and then you're I just do like not. i don't know what to expect i have no idea what i'm doing but I'm like a fresh pile of clay. Just mold me. <laughs> you hear that, men? Yeah. Mold him. Mold, mold him. Me. Shape me into... But yeah, it's 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 interesting. I don't know, Brandon, for you, like how early on did you first come out? Like how did you... 
I think I've just always been out. I'm yeah. just like a very obviously gay person. <laughs> so just like, I think my family has just always been just like, oh, do you have a partner? Like even when I was a teenager. Yeah. So it's just like, <laughs> I've never had that pressure to be like, oh, or like hiding. So Were they always pretty open with it? Like were they always? Well, they're just... like open. It's like weird. Like they know, but like no one talks about it. Yeah. Like, it's, it's like they'll make comments and things, but I'm just like, I don't want to talk about this. Well, it's funny this actually. Like I was curious about that myself with my family because- you know, everybody knew, everybody knew through phone calls and stuff. Yeah. So I, being back home last week, that was the first time I'd seen anybody since, well, since that, you know? So I was curious. Ooh. I was like, uh, how, how, and everybody was so supportive, like, and they were funny about it too. Like my family back home, they were like sending me these really sweet texts and stuff and like joking around about it. But it's the first time I'd seen anybody in person and especially like my dad, my brother, my uncle. So I thought, I wonder how long it's going to take before this comes up and how curious they're going to be and all that. But how long did it take? They were honestly, they, they were joking about it immediately. Like they were cracking jokes about it, but it was great. Cause it was like, I could just completely talk about it. And like, I was like, yeah, I went on a date with this guy and blah, blah. Like I could be completely open with it. Cause with my mom, it was a bit different. My mom was just like, what thinks it's great. I have a question. What is it like the gay, like gays in the in Thunder Bay? Is that even a thing? Is there gay bars? There, there have been over the years, but I remember it seems much different now. Yeah, because my family and friends up there, because it is a very, you know, Canada is like the opposite of the states. In Canada, like the farther north you go, is like our deep south. Our deep south. (laughs) So I'm like from the Ozarks. The Ozarks. Yeah. So, and I remember growing up, I had this. Uh, we had this cousin and he was married for like 25 years. He had two kids, the whole thing. And he was a completely closeted. Oh Lord. So when he came out and this was, he came out like 20 years ago or so. Shocking. Right. So things were quite a bit different, uh, especially in Thunder Bay at the time, the family sort of, was, they were supportive uh-huh. of him, but it was also completely foreign to them. Like nobody uh-huh. had any, like, Whoa, this only happens on TV. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, especially once so just he had been hiding that town. for so long. Yeah. So, I remember thinking like, wow, that's got to be a really tricky place yeah. to come out. You know, there wasn't really a community or anything like that. But now it felt totally different. I don't know. Maybe just the people I'm around, but everybody was like, no, that's great. Date some guys. I know the person you know? who wrote It's Raining Men is fr- was born in Thunder Bay. Oh, really? So like, that's a fun fact. Yeah. Fun fact. Look it up. Mm. Yeah. For my, I think for my dad and my brother, it was more just like, they had questions. They were curious, like, yeah. which is a good thing. Uh-huh. My mom's just like, that's great. Gay guys are my favorite. I love gay guys. <laughs> my, that's all my mom cares about. She's like, that's fun. That was all she had to say. But yeah, no, it was uh, It was definitely more, it, they embraced it more than I was sort yeah. of worried. I don't know why I was so worried about that. But all right. I want to get into, uh, when we come back, some of what sort of topics you guys will be tackling on these shows during Pride. I don't know why I got all quiet and serious Topics. Topics. We've been doing topics the whole time. What are we talking about? We will return with our Pride edition of Inside Jokes right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Hey, this is Colin Mockery from Whose Line Is It Anyway? And you are listening to Sandra Carusi on Inside Jokes, Pants Optional. And welcome back to the special Pride edition of Inside Jokes right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. We're returning in studio with Adrian and Brandon. We're Ooh. talking all things pride. We've mostly been just like doing talking dating. About dating. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> talking about dating. But I want to ask because, uh, you know, th- there is a run of pride shows specifically that both of you are appearing on and producing and hosting. Uh-huh. Uh, you're both involved quite a bit in the comedy shows happening this year. So I want to ask how much of your sort of 
personal lives and personal experiences go into what you're talking about on stage. I mean, I know you both as comedians, mm-hmm. you know, and of course, love life and sexuality, all that yeah. stuff. But are your pride shows specifically more geared towards that and with your experiences with that? Yeah, I, I think that um, it's impo- obviously a, uh, an audience coming to see a pride show is expecting to hear things about the gay world. Yeah. Um, so for sure, there's um, I'm going to bring up you know, my brand new strap on or blah, blah, blah. You know, you're going to bring up topics like that. But also I think that's something to consider in Pride shows is that because everyone is um, queer on the show, they're going to have similar... Uh, life experiences, yeah. you know, yeah. when, you, when you bring uh, up that you're gay on a on a on a, on a regular comedy show, it, it throws a different angle. Yeah. The audience is ready; they yeah. want to hear about it. But if you've got, you know, like four or five comics, and you're all talking about, and then I'm also gay, it's yeah. like, yeah, you also need to like yeah. add in some material. That's I'm not a, co- a comedian only talking about the fact that I'm gay. I'm just a gay comedian, and I I yeah. I'm a comedian that so happens to be, happens to be uh, t- you know, gay uh, or queer, whatever you want to call it. Um, and here are some of my life experiences that maybe aren't necessarily all geared towards uh-huh. uh can I say that? <laughs> <laughs> you groomed your cat. That's fine. There's a device yeah. for that Perfect. now. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, for me, my show, it's like the Ethnic Rainbow. The Ethnic Rainbow is like Canada's first and only show for queer people of color. So yes. like that's like awesome. And my show is just like representing queer people of color just because we're so super underrepresented and yeah. In media, and it's like a perspective you never really hear about. You either hear about just like the person, people, person of color perspective, or the like gay perspective, but you never see like both of them. Yeah, and that's kind of why I created the the show because I kind of felt that there was no intersectionality between those two in those two groups. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so that's basically just what my show does. Well, and I think too, like yeah. it's all about you know a lot of the shows that are happening right now, not just during Pride. I think it's also. You know, there was a huge segment of audience out there that yeah. was like disinterested because they're like, well, I don't see myself reflected yeah. on stage at all. You know, and you you go to a comedy show, yes, because you want to sort of escape the real yeah. world for a couple of hours. and But it's like any other form of entertainment where you're like, well, I don't recognize myself reflected yeah. in that at all. This doesn't apply to me. This doesn't interest yeah. me. So I think it's more about that, too, because, you know, not too long ago, you might have like a quote-unquote a, a token gay comic on the yeah. line you know and it's like the pressure to just be like hey everybody i'm the gay comic but now it's like adrian put it perfectly it's like no i'm a comedian that's, mm, that's also, also gay. gay yeah and yeah. i think it's also important that these pride shows pull in people that aren't that aren't yeah, queer or that sure. aren't gay or that don't don't that are more yeah, hetero we just like, want to show representation yeah. and that we are more than yeah. this one and aspect of ourselves exactly yeah and i think it's important for uh people who uh who aren't gay to go to gay things and, for yeah. sure of course expand and all... your horizons people girl yes. <laughs> girl it's true because that's the whole point is like this is supposed to just be one giant gathering right yeah, yeah. And it's one offering of sort of everything that's happening and there is there is caution also you know i also think about sometimes producing a lgbtq show church street comedy once a month last third sunday of every month uh, <laughs> there, <laughs> there is i also want to hold caution to the fact that you know Sometimes when you separate, and so often separate, 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 this is an LGBTQ show, you know, gay only, or, you know, when you do those things, I think you also have to be careful that you're, now you're creating a, you know, I, I struggle with myself, that, mm-hmm. are you creating 
more separateness uh-huh. yeah. when there doesn't no. need to be separateness. When you have all women shows, when you have all gay shows, are you creating, all of a sudden you're, all, you're creating more difference. Why can't you just have one big huge show? Which I think, to be honest, I think it's important because there's an underrepresentation yeah, there's to, under-rep- to, yeah. so I think you're just, to have these shows. You're not shows. separating, you're bringing to light. Right, exactly. But I think it's also important to have, uh, for example, on Church Street Comedy, to have, quote unquote, straight, more straight people. Everyone falls on a gradient, but yeah, more uh, people who identify as straight on the show. Yeah. Um, do you feel that you're represented in pride? Yeah, uh-huh. I do. Um, uh, I, yeah, I do. I, uh-huh. I, maybe that's uh, a uh-huh. privilege that I have yeah. as well. Yeah, because I don't. So mm-hmm. that's why I've like created my show because like, especially now in Toronto, the queer people of color community, we're in a weird position right now. So that's why I've like, I really wanted to do this show during pride. Totally. Show, yeah. yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. your, your show absolutely is impo- an important show yeah. to be having. Uh-huh. Well, and I think it is like you raise a really good point where it's for you guys especially, it's a really tough balance to find where you want to highlight these performers that you won't see on your average club stage or your average festival stage typically, right? But still making it a wide open thing where it's like, no, 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 come see these people because you might not otherwise without just marginalizing yourself and being like, but this is this specific Uh gay show and it's for you guys only to watch and that is it, right? So you kind of have to do both jobs, which is a difficult thing. And especially during something as huge, Pride's become this massive annual event, especially here in Toronto. So it's like, you know, everybody does go to Pride Mm -hmm. and it is, it's a pretty big commercial thing. It's hugely corporate. It really is. It used to be super political and now it's just. Now it's a giant, it's it's It kind of went a little political though with the uh, the the Black Black Lives Matter movement. Yeah, Yeah. true. Amen, you know, going back to the political roots. The trans march is still very political because they're still fighting the fight, you know, so it's important to go to those things. Yep. That's a very new fight still to this day. All right. Well, we're going to talk about where some of these shows are happening and where you can see them at this year's Pride right here on Inside Jokes on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. You're listening to Inside Jokes with Sandra Carusi on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Hey, this is Russell Peters, and you're listening to Sandra Juicy Carusi. <laughs> I'm here with my real estate friend, Holly Garvey Penny. What's up with HGP's tips and trends today, Holly? Hi, Sandra. Today's a trend, and that's the transition from work, live, and play downtown to work, live, and raise new families in downtown condos. I'm getting a lot of calls from my interview on that subject. One reason for this growing movement is, of course, the affordability of condos versus houses in Toronto. But even more importantly... Downtown condo living offers new parents more balance due to the turnkey lifestyle of living in a condo with all the same amenities of a home and no upkeep. Playrooms, pools, basketball courts, party rooms for family holiday dinners, guest suites, barbecues. Ultimately, living downtown in condos with walking scores of 100% offers the time-starved working parents more time and more quality time with their new young families. So they can reach you at hgp at bosleyrealestate.com or 416-322-8000. Thanks, Sandra. Now, back to Inside Jokes with Sandra Carusi on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Inside Jokes right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. This has been our Pride edition with Pride, of course, happening all over the city this June. Party. Uh Big party. There's, it's big parties everywhere. <laughs> and of course, a huge lineup of comedy programming happening, I think more so this year than ever. Certainly some new shows and formats we've been talking about because uh, the audience is growing and the audience is changing. 
And there's a lot of shows popping up and a lot of independent things that uh, weren't happening yeah, before. Yeah, a desire just in for, general. for new things. Yeah. For new things yeah. and, and reaching out to new audience yeah. and bringing everyone together. Yes. Because that's what it's all about. That's what pride's all you know? about. <laughs> so if you're listening and you consi- you know, you know, identify as, as completely straight, that's fine. You are welcome. You should come and check out some of these comedy shows and these performers and just, you know what, get out there and enjoy Pride. It's an excuse to just have an entire citywide party for like an entire month. So, I mean, what could be better than that? Uh, but of course, we have Brandon and Adrian in the studio Ooh. with us today. We've been yeah. talking about love, sex, and swiping Imagine. and dating. Uh, and we have some Pride shows coming up. So where can we catch you both and the shows you're putting on this year? Um, yes. Okay. I have two major shows I'd like to plug. One of them uh, is a Giggles Pride comedy show, uh, which is where I've paired up with Girl Play Toronto. That is going to be on Thursday, June 21st at Comedy Bar. There's two seatings, a 7.30 and a 9.30. And it's with, a, I'll be hosting it, Adrian Fish hosting. Deanne Smith is headlining. And oh my God, the gaggle of comics that we have on this show. We have Carolyn Taylor from Baroness Von Sketch. Uh, we got Martha Chavez from Martha Chavez. We got <laughs> Chantel Morostica, who's a powerhouse in the community. Uh, and we've also got Camille Cote, one of my, my fave girls uh, out there um and she's also just freshly married so yes. she's gonna be talking about that um it's gonna be a killer show uh you got to get your tickets early so that's at girlplaytoronto.com forward slash giggles uh and the last second show um is the church street comedy show that i produce monthly with Chantal morastica that's gonna be happening sunday yeah. uh, so if you're listening to this radio show at 8 p.m get over to, yeah. to, to pegasus on church uh, we're having all headliners in the community come out and uh, head, just do five minutes each. You know, it's going to be a boom, boom, boom. It's going to be a party. It's a great way to kick off. Perfect. Yeah, my show is The Ethnic Rainbow. It's Canada's first and only show for queer people of color. Woo! Um, that is happening th- on, what is it, June 23rd at 7 p.m. at Comedy Bar. And it's going to be headlined by Anna Simone George, the mm. creator of Woo! Shade. The one that's really, like, led this revolution of just, like, new shows and all this stuff. So, yeah, come. Come see some new queer comedians of color awesome bye there you go (laughs) you have a full week of just and a lot of headliners popping up on all three of these shows and now for your weekly listings don't miss all of the fantastic comedy shows happening right here in toronto this month for pride hit up comedybar.ca to see what's happening on stage there with all the pride programming and of course our own tinder tales special pride edition happens june 22nd at the gladstone hotel and don't miss the comedy marathon at the rivoli monday june 18th for the canadian association of stand-up comedians Uh, you'll see some of the best of the best performing and fighting to recognize canadian comedy as the art form that it is happy pride everybody hi there i'm peter wildman and i'm paul chatto and we're from the comedy troupe the frantics you might remember us from our long-running cbc radio show frantic times or our tv show the frantics four in the floor over the years we have recorded hundreds of our comedy shows and now thanks to modern technology we have assembled the very best bits and started a podcast we call the best of frantic times it is and it's free Find us on the Google, just search The Frantics Podcast, and start downloading the best of Frantic Times. Boot to the head! To the head! And now for this week's Comedy Rx, featuring Adrian Fish. Uh, about two months ago, I just quit my day job. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. I've never quit a job my entire life. Like, I've always, okay. always been fired, so... <laughs> <laughs> Man! 
It's nice to quit things. The only other thing I've ever uh, quit in my life uh, was gymnastics. And I quit not because I was awful at it, uh, which I was. I quit uh, because my coach decided to put me on a scale and weigh me. Weigh me? I was like, I don't know, like 120 pounds? You know, I was like six years old, so... <laughs> a little bit of a heifer. That's a terrible thing to do to a little girl, you know? So I told my mom and she was pissed. <laughs> she uh, yanked me out of gymnastics and threw me to hockey. And that's how I became a lesbian. <laughs> Check out all the stuff happening for Pride Toronto. Uh, for sure, all the comedy shows, but just check out what's happening in the city. Get out there, enjoy the events, celebrate Pride, celebrate being a Torontonian, uh, and keep it tuned right here for the Dating and Relationship Show coming up next with Laura Bellotta. This has been Inside Jokes Ooh, right here on Global News Radio. Bye, guys. Happy Pride. 640 Toronto. Happy Pride.